Hi, you're listening to Taming the Terminal Part 18A of N, More Regular Expressions. This series of discussions is based on a collection of tutorials written by Bart Bouchatz over at bartb.ie. This originally aired as part of NoSilicast episode 470, hosted at podfeed.com. I'm Allison Sheridan, host of the NoSilicast podcast, and the other voice you're about to hear is Bart Bouchatz of bartb.ie. So, so this is part 18, Bart. You realize that? I know. Yeah, I'm, and we're, like, we're not even halfway through the stuff we could talk about. I had no Are idea. Are we going to have to go back and change the end to a real number when we're done? <laughs> if we're ever done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever do pick a number for N, then it's going to end up being, you know, part 22 of, you know, of N minus 1 or something. Anyway. Right. <laughs> um, so what we had left off, we had started to look at POSIX uh, ex- extended regular expressions, or POSIX ERE. And we had gone through uh, sort of the basic stuff. A, sim- a letter represents itself. Two letters represents two of itself. Uh, what else would we do? A dot represented any letter. The little hat meant start of line. The little dollar meant end of line. Inside the square brackets, we could have like a list of characters to match. So an A or a B or a C or a D, just put them in the square brackets, close it off, call it character class. We could be lazy and have like A minus Z or A to Z. 029, they were allowed in those character classes to make life easier. And that's kind of where we stopped. Right. That was and fun. I, left I, you I was excited the, about the part of uh, wrecking pass, or crossword puzzles. Yes, exactly, because you could use the dot symbol. We left off sort of as a teaser with a really horrible regular expression that was like full of icky repetition. And I said that if, as a computery person, you see something like this, it should set off your brain going, there has to be a better way because this is ugly. And so we're going to find a way by the end of this, we're going to, re- we're going to revisit that horrible regular expression when we're done here today, and we'll be able to replace it with a much neater one that's easier to read and way shorter. Good. So before we go into the thing we're going to be talking about pretty much the entire time, which is how you do repetition, we have one more little thing to finish off with our friends, the character class, so inside those square brackets. So the last time we said that if you find any word beginning with a vowel, you could have like the little hat sign for beginning of line, then your open square bracket, A-E-I-O-U, close square bracket, and that would have anything beginning with a vowel. Great. What if you want anything that doesn't begin with a vowel? What if you actually want the inverse of that? Everything that's not a vowel. You could write out all the letters that are not vowels, but that's kind of messy. So you can negate a character class. You could invert it by using the little hat symbol as the first character in the character class, which is slightly confusing because what that means is that the little hat symbol has two meanings. Yeah, what did the hat symbol mean before? Start of line. Start of line, okay. So when it's used outside of square brackets, it means start of line. When it's used as the first character inside the square brackets, it means everything after it is to be inverted. So if you wanted to find every five-letter word that does not start with a vowel, you could use the command in the first command in today's show notes. So egrep, hat for start of line, open your character class, hat, A-E-I-O-U, close character class, and then four dots to get us up to five, and then our dollar sign for the end of the line. And so if you run that, you'll see that it does indeed do all of that. And there are all your five-letter words that don't begin with a vowel. Huh. Okay. So Did they use the same thing to mean two different things? I ran out of character. I don't know. Maybe they, they got bored on their keyboard. They've kind of used most of them. And I think they're, they sort of want us to... Yeah, I don't know. But they did. Because <laughs> they're mean. Okay. They did it a long time ago, so we can't even go ask them. 
<laughs> so that's our no. That's basically our inverted character classes. The other thing that you're likely to want to do if you're talking in English and you're describing a pattern, you'll very often find yourself using the word or. Right. Well, the pattern is this or this. And we haven't yet come across the ability to have an or in what we've talked about so far. Uh, and this is another slightly recycled symbol, but it's recycled in a different way. So the symbol for or in a POSIX ERE is the pipe, the vertical line, the pipe symbol. Oh, really? Yes. Which is why you, which is yet another reason to get into the habit of always quoting your regular expressions, because if you don't quote it, Bash will think it knows what that means and try to do a redirection operation instead of passing the symbol on into egrep. So right. by using that's what I thought quotes, it meant. Yeah. So which that is what it means to bash, but in regular expressions it means something else. So by quoting the by quoting a regular expression, we're stopping bash from getting into it. We're telling you know the single quotes basically mean, "Dear bash, this is not for you. Just pass <laughs> this through, hand it on to whatever the command is." This is not the command you're looking for? Right, none of your business, just pass it on, sealed envelope, Whoosh, away with you. So again, this is why I sort of said last time, it's very important to get into the habit of always using single quotes around your regular expressions, because otherwise you'll accidentally use a dollar and it won't mean what you think it means, or you'll accidentally use a pipe and it won't mean what you think it means. Ah, right, right, okay. So the or sign is simply the pipe. So as an example, we have a regular expression defined every five-letter word that starts with a, th with a th or ends in ing. Kind of arbitrary, but look, you can do these things. So egrep, again, the hat symbol for start of line, th, and then three dots dollar. In other words, that's going to match Wait, we had five a quote first. Words starting a quote in first. th. Then we have our pipe for or, and then we have start of line, two dots, ing dollar which is the other half of our OR statement. Stick them all together, run the command, and it does what it says in the tin. Or rather, Sorry, it does what I, I talked, I talked over you a little bit because uh, you didn't say the quote part, but egrip, the quote, and then the, the, the hat symbol, th dot dot dot. Yeah, I'm, sort of, I'm trying to only say the important stuff because I figure people have to read the show notes anyway. That's, that's true. What did the dollar sign mean again? So the dollar sign is end of line. End of line. Okay, so the hat is the beginning of line, dollar sign's the end of line. Yeah. And remember, we're doing all of this on the words file, which is one word per line. Okay. So start the, of line and end of line also means start of word, end of word. Okay. Right. Then one other thing that's very important for us to learn is that we, it's possible to sort of create sub-patterns or groupings. And we do that with the parentheses or the, or the round brackets. And an example for this would be if you wanted to find all seven-letter words that start with TH or AB. So you could do that the long way and have like TH and then five dots or AB and five dots. But actually, why don't we just take the first bit of the word and group it together and then put our five dots after that because that's always the same. Hmm. And so with the brackets, we can simply say TH or AB followed by five of anything. Okay. And that will be, trust me, you're about to see why that's really important. Because so, repetition is not going to be over the entire string, is it? How am I going to remember all this? <laughs> Practice. Well, you have really good show notes, so that's good. <laughs> and there's actually, there's near the bottom of these show notes, there's a very nice little summary that is 
probably going to be the most helpful because what you're going to need once you know what a regular expression can do is not sort of a primer from first principle, but a little list of what symbol means that again? I know there is a symbol for end of line. What was it? Okay, good. So we don't necessarily have have to remember every bit of syntax. You're going to help us with that. But remembering that that exists and it's something we can do is important. Yeah. And to me, there's no, there's no learning by rote in IT because we have the Googles. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is you need to understand the concepts and you need to know what's possible and then you can go search for it. Right, right. That, that's how I always do things. Um, and, I, you know, which is why I think having, I think every IT exam should be open book because it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be examining what you've learned of by rote. It should be examining what you understand. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so our groupings are just a way of effectively addressing a sub part of a little sub pattern. And that's going to become really important when we start to include repetition because you're probably going to want to apply that repetition to just a part of the pattern. It's unlikely that the whole thing is repeated. Ah, okay. And now we get on to the repetition stuff or cardinalities, as I think is the fancy word for things that happen multiple numbers of times. Okay. There are four operators that, can, that you can use to describe different types of repetition. Uh, the first of them is one that you may find confusing because you've seen it before, therefore you think you know what it means. If I said to you the star operator, what do you think that means? Usually that's a wild card, right? Right. Not here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So a hat doesn't mean a hat, and a pipe doesn't mean a pipe, and a star doesn't mean a star. Got it. Yes. Okay, it's a different language, right? It has to use the same characters because no one's installed a new keyboard. So, okay. so they have to take different meanings in different contexts. So the star you should mentally read as zero or more, zero or more occurrences of. Hmm. And the very important thing to note is that the star does not apply to everything that comes before it. It, just, it applies only to the character directly to its left or the group directly to its left. Okay. okay so, so if you had a pattern T O star P, that would match top and toop if it existed. Not, you know, it only applies to the O. It only applies to the thing just next to it. The one thing on its left, and that one thing can be a group defined by the brackets we just learned about. Boy, this is getting thick, Bart. <laughs> I know. Hopefully so, the practical examples are what's going to help us out here. Let me see if I can say it again. And I am reading the show notes. So the star means mm-hmm. zero or more occurrences of. So if there's an O to the left of the star, it means one O, two O's, three O's, four O's. Whatever or zero. You find. Oh, well, what, what good is it then if it can mean zero O's? What's the well, there, are, there, there are many times where something is optional. If well, you think about it, what domain... or is for? That's what we got the pipe for. No, but okay. Think of think of domain names, right? You have to have one bit of a domain name, and then you can have zero or more times a dot followed by another one. Localhost is a valid domain name. There's no dot in that, so you can have zero. Whereas podfeet.com is a valid domain. www.podfeet.com is a valid name. So zero or more is very useful. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So I've sort of done a bit of a contrived example here. So th.star ing. 
So anything that starts with a th has any amount from zero to infinity of some other letter and then ends in ing. Because the and that is going to match thing, because thing has a th, then absolutely nothing, and then ing. So the important thing, the important thing is that thing matches. Ooh, should have picked a better example. Uh, <laughs> say say that one more. Say it one more time as you walk through. Say you got th okay. dot star ing. Yeah. So the star only applies to the dot, which we know means one of anything. Zero. So we can have the letters t, the letters h, then any amount of including anything, zero, including none. Right. Then ing. And so if you run that, you'll, you'll start to see what that all does. Okay. And the important thing that I will say is that if you look through that, the thing is in there because it's about one page. It's about two pages up if you scroll. You'll see that thing. So TH, absolutely nothing ING is matched by that, as is thinking, thinkling, thinning, thirdling. What is a thirdling? Thomas. There's all made-up words in here. There's a lot of made-up words in here. <laughs> Thread-making. That's a good one. Okay. Threatening. Because they have yeah, anyway, TH, some number of something. Yeah, any number of anything, including none at all. Okay. ING. Okay? okay? So, the operator that I think your brain wants to like is actually very close by. It is the plus. Which, if you think about it, is a star with a few less diagonals. <laughs> and the plus means one or more. <laughs> Okay. okay. Star is zero or more, plus is one or more. That sounds good. Plus is more okay. than star. Got it? Okay. Yeah, and pluses are also very useful. You use them an awful lot in regular expressions. And exactly the same thing. So if you do the same regular expressions as before, but we replace our star with a plus, we'll get exactly the same answer, except that thing will have gone. Oh. So if you, do a w, if you pipe it into WC minus L, you'll see that there's one less answer. Okay. So we get 39 with the plus, and we'll get 40 with the star. All right. We still have thimble making, but no thing. Got it. Exactly, okay. because the plus means one or more. Therefore, thing does not match the pattern because nothing is less than one. Hmm. Okay. Then the last, of the, simple, the last of the simple ones is the question mark, which you can read as zero or one occurrences of, or I prefer to say optionally. But not um, many, not many. Yeah, it's so zero, zero it can be there once or it can be there not at all, but that's it. And a, a very common place you will see this is in any regular expression that tries to match a URL, because it will be HTTPS question mark, because the S may or may not be there. Oh, right, right, right. And there's quite a few things, like a URL will often end with a slash, but people often leave the slash off. So when I'm doing regular expressions, in fact, one of the places I use regular expressions all the time is in reverse proxy, is in when we're doing very intelligent redirects on web servers. And most of my redirects end with slash question mark because the same URL with or without the, with or without the trailing slash, yeah, it's valid. In fact, I'm pretty sure if you look at that HT access file we wrote for you all those months ago, you'll find the whole bunch of slash question marks in it. I think there so, are, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can go to podfeed.com forward slash Twitter or podfeet.com forward slash Twitter forward slash and get the same result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And that's another place regular expressions are used are in redirects on web servers. And so if you now go back and look at that HT access file after we finish today, that'll make more sense than it did the day we wrote it. 
Oh, I wasn't supposed to be doing that right now. Oh, you can do that right now if you like. <laughs> okay, just you keep talking. I'll be right back. So we, we have a different example in the show notes for the uh, question mark. So we have one there that will find every word that ends with ing or ings. So in other words, it's ing s question mark dollar. So the S is optional and the dollar means end of line. So in other words, anything that ends in ing or ings. And that means that winning matches as does winnings. Okay. I ran the example, but it came up with so many things I lost track of what it was trying to do. So it's every word that ends in ing or ings, which is a lot because the English language is very fond of ing. We do a lot of ings. Okay. I'm so they're they're the three simple ones. Zero or more, one or more, zero or one. Okay. But there are arbitrarily many different types of, of repetition you could have, right? And so there's a catch-all. There's an operator we use for all of the not simple stuff. And so the operator is the curly brackets. And so there's three ways you can use it legally. So you can have curly bracket, some number, close curly bracket. And that means whatever that number is, times. So four times would be open curly bracket, four, close curly bracket. 400 times would be open curly bracket, 400, close curly bracket. But it means exactly whatever number I've put in the curly brackets. Wait, what am I doing numbers for now? This is for repetitions. Let's say your pattern says that you want something repeated exactly seven times. Open curly bracket, seven, close curly bracket. That means exactly seven. Why would I want that? Uh, Think of an IP address that's four bits. Exactly four. You can't add more numbers to the end because then it's not true anymore. But it's not a repetition. Well, it is because it's, it's, it's a number followed by three times dot number, dot number, dot number. Trust me, we'll see in a minute exactly why this IP addresses are good. Trust me. Okay. So... Just like with the star, the plus, and the question mark, it applies to the one thing to its left. So if you want four A's, it's A, open curly bracket, four, close curly bracket. That means four A's. If you oh. want 100 A's, it's A, open curly bracket, 400, close curly bracket. Okay. okay. So I th- I think four I'm A's up. is no shorter than really just typing four A's. But 400 A's is an awful lot shorter if you just do it with the curly brackets. Right, right, right. And remember, we can use round brackets to make a group so we can repeat something more complex whatever amount of times we want. Okay. The other way to do it is with two numbers. So open curly bracket, one number, comma, another number, close the curly bracket. And that means at least the first number of times, but no more than the second number of times or between. So (laughs) you can have between five and eight of these, whatever you like. And then the last one is just one number, comma, and then you leave the last number blank. And blank effectively means infinity. In other words, at least four or at least a hundred. Huh. Okay. So an empty, an empty space means infinity is how you remember that one. Is it an empty space or nothing there? As in, it's just nothing. So it's basically open curly bracket, end comma, close the curly bracket straight away. So nothingness is infinity. Okay. That's profound actually when you think about it, but (laughs) (laughs) let's not do that. Um, so now we actually have the ability to, to, you know, to, to shorten our regular expressions quite considerably. So the regular expression to find every 10-letter word is simply the little hat for start of line, dot for anything, open curly bracket 10, close curly bracket dollar. That's every 10-letter word. 
every word between 10 and 12 letters long, in- inclusive. Same thing on 10 comma 12. I'm, every- I'm sorry. I, I, go, go back. How do, you, how do you get the list of all 10 letter words again? Okay, so it's the regular expression is the little hat sign for a start of line. Right. The dot symbol for one of anything. Okay. Open the curly bracket, 10, close the curly bracket. So in other words, 10 of whatever just came before, 10 of anything. Dollar. Okay. 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 So that says, because of the dot, that that tells me I'm looking for something. I only want to, I want to see 10 of something. So whenever you see the curly brackets, whatever is directly to its left is what you're having 10 of. Okay. Or 20 of, or whatever you put into the, into the number. So if you run that one, you'll see that it's very, you know, it's very easy to see that it, what it's doing because on the terminal with the fixed width font, they'll all be exactly the same width as they scroll by. They're all exactly 10 if you'd care to count them. There's lots of them. That's really like, pretty. Zootechnic. Pretty, yeah. Oh, come on. Uh, these are made up words. <laughs> Zootherapy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you have to do to get into this dictionary. We did discover a, f- a Dutch slash Flemish word for sparrow, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So let's notice what, what's in here. Um, Phytoid. The the other one then is for our between. So for one, at least 10 up to 12. So if you do that one, it's hat start of line dot one of anything, open your curly brackets 10 comma 12, close your curly brackets dollar, is every word that's at least 10 long, no more than 12 long. And so when you do that, you'll see it jiggling in and out, but only by two. Got it. So it picks 10 letter words, 11 letter words, and 12 letter words. And then the last one is not a long list. It's the words longer than 15 characters, or 15, 15 or longer, which is 15 comma. Just no, no ending number. That's actually a fair number of words. It is. I'm scrolling. A lot of them are pretty makey-uppy looking to me. <laughs> Urethrocystonastomasis. Don't want one of those. No idea what it is, but I think it involves peeing. <laughs> Soliloquizingly. This is That's awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Slubber de Gullion. That's my favorite one. Okay, that, that one wins. That one wins. <laughs> keep reading, you won. What was it you called it? Make-uppingly? No. <laughs> Make-uppingly, yeah. <laughs> so that gives us the ability to specify pretty much every type of repetition you're likely to come across. So zero or more, one or more, optional or anything in between you like so that that's pretty powerful the last thing we have to do is we have to have mention of special characters because all of these special characters that we've now met we've now met all the operators they all mean something inside a regular expression so what if you want to search for a dot dot means anything but what if i actually want a dot what if i'm looking for mac addresses or sorry not mac addresses, ip addresses i want Number, dot, number, dot, number, dot, number. I want the dot. I'm trying to actually find an actual dot. Yeah. What if I actually want to find a dollar sign? I'm looking for dollar amounts. I want a dollar sign, some digits, and then optionally a dot and some more digits. I want the dot. I want the dollar. What if I want a star? You get the idea. So if we want to, if we actually mean the character... And if, and if that character has a, has a meaning in the part of the regular expression we're in, we just put a backslash in front of it. And then we oh. escape the special character. Oh. So a dot is backslash dot. 
But even so, even if there's a even if there's a star or a plus to the right of it, it won't look at it. Yeah, the backslash basically means whatever comes after me doesn't mean the operator; it means the actual symbol. So hmm. backslash star means the symbol star, not zero or money. Okay. And if you want an actual backslash, it's backslash backslash. So if you were looking for something that had a dollar sign at the end, it would be uh, backslash dollar sign dollar sign. Correct. <laughs> the first dollar sign would be protected by the backslash. The second dollar sign would have its real meaning in regular expression terms. Wow. Perfect. So I've listed here all of the special characters, which is conveniently a list of all of the operators that we've come across. I so like that. the cat symbol cheat. means start with when it's outside a character class or not if it's inside a character class. Dollar means end with. Uh, dot means any one character. Your opening, your square brackets mean start and end a character class. Your minus sign is the range operator. Your round brackets are your groupings. Your pipe is your or. Your star is your zero or more. Your plus is your one or more. Your question mark is your zero or one. Your curly brackets are your cardinalities. And your backslash is the escape character. So that's nice. actually a short list of everything. That's a good cheat sheet there. Yeah. So given what we know now, we can now start to do more real-world examples. So we're, we're putting the dictionary away. Okay. Mm. So we're just going to create these. I have nothing to search some of these against, but we, we'll remedy that in a moment as well. So just as an academic exercise, we're going to look at the pattern to find temperatures, by which I mean... There has to be a number, which is the temperature. It may or may not have a decimal part, and then it should end with either C for Celsius, F for Fahrenheit, or K for Kelvin. And that should be a pattern we can create now, because we've learned all the bits to make that up. So the first thing is we want a number. So what is a number? Zero to nine. It's one or more digits, right? Because a thousand is a number, but that's three digits. But it's negatives, too. Ah, okay, good point. My, my example in the show notes is only for positives, therefore... Okay, if we want to include negatives, then it would be the minus sign, question mark, at the front of what we have in the show ah, notes. Ah, because it could or could not have a, a question mark, got it. It may or may not be present, exactly. Okay. So, we can I mean, describe... Could or could digit. not have a, a minus symbol, I said that wrong. Hmm? I said, yeah, I said could or could not have a, a question mark. It's the question mark says you may or may not have the minus, minus symbol, got it. I actually heard that the right way, even though you said it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about, and everybody think I was right. <laughs> so, we know how to do one digit, right? It's open square bracket, zero, mi- zero dash nine, close square bracket. Mm-hmm. So, if we stick a plus after it, we now turn it into one or more digits. In other words, a number. A whole number. Okay. Then we want the decimal bit. And so the decimal bit has to be grouped because the whole thing is optional. So we open a pair of round brackets and put a question mark after it, and then we try to fill in the bits inside. So we want an actual full oh, stop. Oh, because this is, this is going to be an optional... Uh, it could be 23 degrees Fahrenheit, but it might be 23.4. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to create the grouping by using the round brackets and stick a question mark after it, and then we're going to go step inside and actually figure out the inside bit. Okay. So if it is decimal, the first thing we're expecting to meet after the number is an actual period, an actual full stop symbol. So backslash dot. Got it. 
Now, we come back to we already know how to get a digit, open square bracket, zero minus nine, close square bracket, and we can have really an arbitrary number of, you know, digits after the decimal point, right? So another plus. So and plus meant one or more? One or more. So in other words, if you have the decimal point, we do want there to be at least one digit. Could you have because done, could you have done a star and gotten rid of the question mark? Because star would have meant zero or more? I guess you would have still okay, had the, the star only applies to the one thing. The star only applies to the one thing to its left, which is the zero to nine. So it would have had to have a, a dot, but no number, which makes no sense. Precisely. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So in order to make this really quite precise, I've grouped them and stuck the question mark in the end. I was just trying and to the, I was paying attention. <laughs> and then the very last thing is a character class on the end for C, F, or K, okay. which are the three symbols we're allowing. Which we do in square brackets again. Yeah. So in that example, we have used the vast majority of what we've learned in one simple example. Hmm. I haven't managed to squeeze an or in, but you know, we're not doing too bad there. But you can see how these cardinality operators are really quite useful. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sorry, back up. You probably explained it last week, but uh, why can I say square bracket CFK and it means C or F or K? Because that's what a character class is. Oh, it already has an or? Effectively, you should read it as if it's an or. It means any one of these but only one of them. Okay. So effectively that means C or F or K, right? You could read it okay. that way, but it takes a lot of reading. So as another example, how's about we try to find decimal dollar amounts? They're going to start with a dollar sign, because that's what a dollar sign means. So backslash dollar, because dollar is one of our special characters. Open square bracket zero to nine plus. We're now getting very used to seeing that, because... That's our, I'll have a digit, please. Plus and means I'll have money. So plus is a whole number. Again, I have decided that our bank balances are all positive, so I forgot about the minus. <laughs> good, good. I like that. And then we've done the same thing. We've used the, the brackets and the question mark on the end to simply wrap around and say a full stop, so backslash dot, followed by more digits, one or okay. more digits. So now we this have to actually starting to read like it makes sense to me, Bart. And this is real. This isn't made-y-uppy stuff. This is things we might actually want to go find. right? Finding dollar amounts is probably something we might want to do in a file. So th this is getting real. Okay. Now, it, right, it is considered best practice, and I agree entirely, so try avoid those annoying backslashes because they make your code hard to read. Hmm. So there is a trick which I recommend everyone do as a best practice. So you only have to escape a special character if it has meaning in its current context. So if it's in the body of the regular expression, dot always has a meaning. But if it's inside a character class, almost no symbol has a special meaning inside a character class. So we can use character classes to avoid backslashes. Oh, okay. So I can rewrite those two examples more succinctly using square brackets. So 0 to 9 plus, and then instead of having a backslash dot, I can put the dot inside square brackets, which is it's in my mind... It's more succinctly, it's more clear. You're right, actually, because there's one extra character. <laughs> yeah, but it reads better. Exactly. And the same for the dollar example below. It reads nicer having the dollar in the square brackets and the dot in the square brackets. Now, if you want to get a hat, you always have to backslash it because a hat has a meaning in both contexts. So you just can't avoid it. And so you can never get your backslashes down to zero for every possible thing. But using the square brackets, you can get your backslashes down to a lot lower than they would be otherwise. And so yeah. it's, 
it's considered best practice to avoid the backslashes unless you have no choice. Okay, now in my preparation, I'd actually planned to continue on in this episode the whole way to the end of regular expressions, but we have looked at our clocks and uh, apparently we had too much fun in security light. You know what? This is what happens, Bart, when we have too much fun, when we haven't talked to each other for too long. I just, I can't help myself. And it's good. I mean, it means that there's meat in those topics. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll be bold and give another teaser and <laughs> say so that we'll yeah. wrap it up next time. <laughs> okay. So in a couple weeks. of weeks, three weeks, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. We'll have the final, the, the third second, no, the second second part of the, <laughs> anyway, we'll finish it off. Okay, so uh, next time, what's our teaser for next time? Well, we still have, basically, I had promised you that we would sort of put it all together, and there's a few more shortcuts that'll make our regular expressions shorter, and then we're going to put it all together, revisit the big examples that we'd looked at at the start, that I said, this will make sense to you when we're finished, and also, I can make this regular expression for a MAC address way shorter, and also that one I promised was a joke. <laughs> oh, right, 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 you did. I did, and I, I I do promise we will we will come to that, and hopefully you will laugh. It's gonna be a first month long wait for the punchline. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling I may have big up to too much. <laughs> Nerd humor can never be up too much. All right, Bart, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again next time then. Indeed, and until then, happy computing. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Taming the Terminal. Remember that all of the information you've been hearing is available as text tutorials at bartb.ie slash ttt. If you'd like to contact us, you can write to allison at podfeet.com or podcasting at bartafisser.net. <laughs>